0: forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast thank you very much have a great day and enjoy the show
1: hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW Group, point were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18.
2: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Want home to be more joyful? Introducing Tabitha Brown for Target, a limited-time collection of decor, office supplies, and gifts designed to be bright, bold, and joyful. Search Tabitha Brown on Target.com or find it in-store. Available August 6th. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock.
0: It's episode 21, season 9 of the Fighting God podcast. Today I'm joined by Ricky Tiff. Hey! What's up? And we've got fucking big John Bass. Why, right, mate? I want to say thank you, John Bass, for jumping in at the last minute. It's alright, mate. Because uh, we had someone drop out, Yeah, and and you're here. I'm just desperate.
4: Anytime. Uh, I was walking past, Flav's shouting out the window. Why, right, mate? It's, can you come in. It's
0: not like that at all. <laughs> it's just that you have helped us out massively. Thank you, mate. Hey, you're welcome. Mate. Um, how's, how's everything going? Ricky, you've had uh, an eventful weekend, haven't you? In, in oh yeah 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 yeah
5: yeah so uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh like uh, like uh, i know like it, it, a lot of these things uh, revolve around me and my missus uh <laughs> and you know i, I love her dearly uh, the, the other day she uh i, I said to her like I, I need picking up from work She was like oh yeah i can't pick you up that's that like, sweet
0: this is the one where you work for your lunch to get out early
5: yeah i work for my lunch to get out early so she was going to pick me up at four and um, she turns up and it's like 20 to four and i was like i've got to work till four she's like alright cool so four o'clock comes around I bowl outside uh, it's pissing down a rain I see her there uh, like wave jump in the car and she goes to turn the motor over and uh, the battery's flat and I'm like fuck and I was like why is the battery flat and she's like I may have been listening to the radio while I was waiting for you <sighs> and then, like no, no, like normally that, that, that can happen right that, like, What do in, you mean it, it, it can't it, happen yeah it, in, in, in life batteries shit, run flat shit, shit happens hand, yeah, right? All right, right. Um, because of certain things but Exactly. She, she
0: went not just sitting there with like full beans, like the radio <laughs> on, and she was actually just just fucking doing donuts in the. Show. Probably um, all
5: the heating on. Yeah, heating like, on. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, charging a phone.
5: And exactly a year before that, uh, my car had died from battery uh, in the same car parking space because she was waiting for me with the radio on. Whoa. And it's so, not- right, so so it's kind of like. i i I wouldn't normally go mad because like shit shit happens but i got i was just really frustrated that you know lightning doesn't say the same same thing happened again yeah the same thing happened again like you should you should have like not not dealt with you should have dealt with that and not had the radio on so i've been you know stewing on this a week um, so what
0: did you you react like inside the car did you start punching punching the uh no punching
5: I, i was just like audibly frustrated um and uh, as it turns out, uh, we didn't have any jump leads. And uh, so, I had, yeah, to, yeah, no one has so I had to walk like in the rain <laughs> to the local kind of Halfords, <laughs> like 15 minutes away, to buy some. And then, like, kind of like thinking, Am I going to ask people? I'm outside my work, it's 3,000 people. I don't want to look like some fucking lemon. Yeah. Uh, so in the end, well,
0: I've have, got, I've have got, you got I got. You've got RAC or anything
5: like that? Yeah, I have. But, like, to, you see, no, know, all, all it needs is a jump start. Right. So I got my brother in law, and he came and helped us out. But I was having a. Um, I was still kind of stewing on it like I, this is even last night and I was having a f- fag before I went to bed <laughs> and uh and I was just like you know like when things happen like that like do you like why do you the same thing because it's, it's just going to happen again and then I was thinking like you know if if you I don't know if you're outside and lightning strikes and you get hit by it you don't go and stand In exact same place next to that oak tree do you No. you, 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 you move away you like you, and then I was thinking right like, Actually, when it does lightning, are you supposed to stand next to two objects or not? Like, And then it, I got down this wormhole, right? And then I was like, is it just best to, to lay flat? And then while I was thinking, right, while I'm laying flat in this dewy grass, right, and, and I'm counting for the lightning and the thunder to see how close it was, it got me thinking about Tottenham. And I was thinking, at this moment in time am I laying down waiting for this storm to pass yeah. or am I laying down in the same space where lightning's going to strike twice <laughs> and I was like this is what, first. What, what, what do I do yeah uh, the thunderstorm's going to pass boys yeah. the storm will pass very true hold on in there and I think you know <laughs> you won't get struck by lightning was you was, was this was a normal cigarette you were smoking when you got yeah. there like we'll say it's a normal cigarette <laughs> full on a Golden Virginia
0: tobacco yeah like a fully loaded yeah. Golden Virginia yeah. tobacco yeah.
5: cigarette
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good point though about the jump leads like a to Z maps Jump leads And like a tin Of Werther's originals Are just gone From like every man's car These days Bring it back You can't bring You can't have Werther's In the car nowadays Yeah that's what be. I mean but, yeah. yeah Well what we're you talking about A bit noncey Noncey yeah, yeah. yeah It's a good point actually Get yeah. yourself a lovely like Pot of mint Imperials
0: so. Yeah that's what you um, uh, out so Just a quick thing Twenty. 20- Listen to the radio for twenty minutes in the car wouldn't drain your battery. Well, it did, mate. So, don't dig her out It's not a fault. would listen to the radio for twenty minutes, mate. So, when I was
5: in that situation, this, this is the only thing. Did like... we tell a
0: story about when we went to Longley? Where just to get, just as a, like a, a, a very short caveat before we go into Shepherd United, a very short caveat to why Ricky's frustrations. It isn't just this instance. it isn't the instance before where she did the same thing it isn't about the sofa that she ordered and she measured that didn't (laughs) when it arrived didn't fit yeah it's also about when we went to Longleat where we like me the missus our kids your kids uh, planned a lovely day out in Longleat really hot as well it was boiling what a lovely day yeah it was beautiful Uh, we got there and um, uh, she was getting something out of the boot yeah and she slammed it shut and the minute she slammed it shut she went Rick have you got the keys (laughs) no she didn't she knew she knew she she knew she had the keys (laughs) and she knew where those keys were they're in the boot they're in the boot yeah Uh, so we spent the last well we spent the next two hours just having a good time (laughs) down Longleat. yeah you spent the the, the waiting for Longley man no, not even Longley man no no waiting for, for mechanic for, man yeah mechanic man uh, and the thing is is if you go if you've been to Longley it's like a safari park but it, you're we were inside the park so we'd gone through the queue in we'd gone through like paying and then driven down to the car park so all that process takes about thirty minutes and we've got to get a locksmith a car locksmith yeah to come in and go through all that as well yeah he now
5: did yeah he he did uh, my frustration as well like you know when it's kind of like you're a bit annoyed, but then uh, someone said, I'll speak to the people at Longley because they've got, you know, they have to fix vehicles. Surely this happens. And, all that. and uh, some guy came up with a radio and he's like, oh yeah, you the guy who locked the keys in. And I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah. And he was like, well, there's not much I can do. And then I was like, okay then. Like, so what do you normally do? And, and then he proceeded to take a massive bunch of keys out of his <laughs> pockets and tr- start just trying random keys like door keys in my car <laughs> like chub, like, chub. what like no, honestly what are you, that, are you what are you trying to do to me man He yeah, uh,
0: didn't say anything he just, no, just sat stood there and yeah it. yeah it like,
5: oh maybe that one might feel yeah
0: yeah look at here's a, here's a chub key try that um, <laughs> so obviously the Spurs situation is as it were you know we learned mm. nothing from the weekend did we And nah. coming off the back of a, a lovely result out in Belgrade yeah, yeah. Serbia yeah. yeah, out in Belgrade. Uh, what we didn't mention in the podcast, also, is, is the fans have placed a tank outside of their stadium as a symbolism or, or a, a nod to the civil war that happened right. in yeah. uh, former Yugoslavia. Yeah. Nice. And they said it's nothing. Like we don't want to trigger anyone. This isn't to cause offence. We've just this is a tank, all right And we're putting yeah. it outside. Brilliant. Anyway, uh, great result out there, uh, and then um, a not so great result at home to Sheffield United. And I kind of felt like this would be the game where we bounce back. This is where everything's going to click into Git. Yeah. But we're going to talk about the, the Sheffield United game. We are. But I've got a couple of questions for you, boys, before okay. we do. Right. Because we find ourselves where we find ourselves, and all Spurs fans are currently processing it. Yeah. Some processing it, process it in the way that they're literally throwing it, p- pulling shit out of their arse and throwing it up against the ceiling in their own front room mm. and on Twitter. And others are keeping the shit in, holding it in, right? and yeah. just saving everyone the bother. I want to ask you what lengths would you go to to fix the current situation at Spurs? How much would you sacrifice personally, John?
4: So, are we talking when we're saying fix the current situation? Are we talking we'll we'll get back to at least like just being uh, a side that challenges for the league?
0: No, no. This is from the position we are now. This would guarantee that we finish in the top four. Okay. What? So you have to do something. You, you have to give a, a certain amount of money a month.
4: Right. Okay. Oh, so not okay. to
0: charity, just to Tottenham. I would like how much would Thinking you family members. No, no, of... no, 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 no. Just the amount of money. Look, like realistically, where you are. No, but finance. some of them I want to get rid of. So this would solve two problems. No. So I'm, you're you're talking <laughs> about some sort of weird fictional situation. Yeah. I'm talking about in reality. Right. If if somehow the spirit of Bill Nicholson come down and yeah. said, "You have to give X amount of money to Spurs yeah. right now." How much would you be willing to give, given your current situation, yeah. financial situation? How much money would you would you pay into Spurs via direct debit? Not first of the month, 28th of the month. Oh, stinger. Um, I'd probably drop a ton. It's about £100 a, a, a month?
4: Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people go to the gym and then, you know, spend a couple of beers. That's that sort of money, isn't
0: it? Yeah. I'm never going to go to the gym. So. All right, so John Bass is gonna be, would be willing to give £100 a month to make Spurs top four this year. Yeah. And to, and this is to, to, This is £100 a month until the end of the season. Yeah. So was, you're going to drop about 700 quid or whatever it is. Yeah. All right. Well, I've already
5: paid like a hundred pound a month for my seat. Yeah, it's yeah, on top of that, on top of that, yeah, top yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, bloody hell, uh, I would probably. Uh, do you know what? i to go for a ton as well. Hundred. Yeah, yeah. It's a piss take, but <laughs> it's a fucking piss take. But <laughs> I'm gonna be British about this. You shouldn't have to and do just, this. But, Bite my lip and just slide the money over each month.
4: The thing is, I've highballed you there, haven't I? If I'd have said like fifty, you'd have gone. I tell you what, I swear a lot, but I've matched that. 50. Yeah. but I fucked you
0: there, Rick. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. It's all right. <laughs> no one knows. It, 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 it all depends. It all depends on your own financial situation, doesn't it? Mm. But I would say that I, I wouldn't go above like twenty-five quid. And this, and the reason being that I feel like I don't have to give any money over yeah. for it, yeah. if I play the long ball here, that it will all turn around. That said, like, I could, I probably could get away with 100 quid a month mm. and a top four from this position. Yeah, all right, 100 quid a month as well. Boom. All in. Boom. All right, so imagine, like, we you know we're going through a lot of things at the moment. Um, imagine a feeling when we turn this around and we start winning games. And we're, what I'm getting at with this is that we've had it good for a long time. Not that we don't deserve it and not that we we shouldn't experience those sort of things. And it's we're well within our capabilities to do and have done everything that, we, that we've that we experienced in the last few years but right now it feels like, based on my experience of watching Spurs over the years <coughs> is that we're paying in right now mm. it's tough, yeah. it's painful it fucking sucks but this we're paying in and we haven't paid in for a long time and results against teams that we should beat I haven't felt like great results when, or if we start beating teams at home or away. The feeling of that is going to be incredible. And yeah. sometimes you have to go through a little bit of shit to appreciate the rose at the end of it. Yeah. If you're just picking up roses every day, you're walking yeah. along, smelling that rose, smelling they're all just fucking flowers at the end of the day. Yeah. But if you've been swimming through feces yeah. and then at the end there's that like rose, you're going to appreciate the rose so much more than if you were <laughs> swimming through a, a pond of rose petals.
5: Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? I hear that we're
0: in the sewers right now yeah but when we get out the the air is going to smell beautiful yeah
5: Yeah. I mean I remember like our last season at Wild Lane and I was so confident. I never felt, you know, like mm. you going into every single game thinking everyone winning, else is going to get steamed. Yeah, and you just get not that I ever got bored of of, of winning. That's a ridiculous thing to say. Don't you, get bored you, of you, winning? You kind of. I, I turned up knowing we were going to win. Though yeah.
0: complacent. I yeah,
5: think. I we was. All... Yeah, I was. I was. Ewiled. Yeah, it was, it, it, that was a nice feeling. Yeah. I like. I like to be. Uh, com- yeah, well, complacent you know, around top. <laughs> I want to be blase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You want
0: to get back to that?
5: <laughs> yeah, it's it's always
4: fun. Like. When you go through a shit time, you, you can never see like the other side of it. But when it starts happening and like momentum starts building, I remember like a couple of years like early into Poch's tenure and we were off the pace of top four and there was this it was kind of a lot of noise around, is Poch the right like man for the club and all this sort of stuff. And we just won like a couple of games back to back and you start picking up this momentum and we started like shutting down places in the league and it was like really exciting to be like pushing for that chasing. top four. So I feel like what are we now, like eleven points off top four? which is a lot yeah. but imagine how good that will be if, if we if we close that gap and catch the likes of Chelsea and, yeah. and that and be if,
0: great even if it doesn't happen this season because I'm not sure it will but even if it doesn't happen this season it, it is, it is going to come back whether it, mm. it is with Pochettino or with someone else yeah. Yeah. it's going to come back it's coming back yeah. well, <laughs> it's coming yeah. back uh, so how have you been coping with a recent form what, what's your mechanism been because it's it's not just a process again. It's it's okay. Everyone goes through their own turmoils, their own ways of dealing with the poor poor performances. What what's your week to week been like? So um,
5: it was only uh, like a it was like a, a week ago maybe uh, where you have that real like I, I've you know that realization like you're saying eleven points top four. Um, I, I don't think we're going to get top four, no. and uh, while. Uh, you're obviously people are still they, they they still believe and they still want it and stuff like that, which is absolutely fine. But it's the hope that kills you, mm. and when these results come round, that that is it. Just it's another it's another it's a blow after blow. And what how how I've got through it is um, there's there's something that I I always remember, and it was in uh, Band of Brothers, right? right. And uh, Spears. Yeah. he's talking to a character called Blythe who is absolutely shit scared of the war and the guns and everything and he sits Blythe down and he says it's because you've got hope as a soldier if you believe you're already dead you, you don't matter anymore and you'll just keep on going because you, you've still got hope that you're going to come out of war alive you're not, you're dead already you're a soldier, keep on going and when that registered to him, that hope's gone just ignore it he managed to function as a soldier, pick up his gun and fucking go for it. Did he make it up? Uh, he did, mate. He did get shot in the neck. Right. Uh, and then he died like four years after because of that injury. But... Right. He, was well, he made hit, it for a little bit. Yeah, he made yeah. it for a little bit. But he managed to keep going. So at the moment, I for me, I think top four's gone. We just need to... I'm, for me, I'm just focusing on uh, getting that spirit back, the camaraderie, the way we used to play. And then, you know, who knows what can happen with that momentum, like John was saying, and then that the 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 thrill of the chase mm. of hunting teams down going that you know and then people looking over their shoulder and bottling it and then we take their place slowly slowly catchy monkey I
0: mean. <laughs> uh, lieutenant spears in in banner brothers does have an amazing uh scene yeah where he they've got a storm a uh, sort of machine gun nest or something like that there's loads of uh <laughs> jerry's yeah it, is that, yeah. J- is that jerry's in offensive term? I'd- I
4: mean, I thought it was... I mean, I don't know... You're what definitely the, not going to think it is. Well, I think it's just, like, G-E-R. Right. And then just, they're just... Krauts? Krauts' of no, seems offensive. Yeah,
5: more, more offensive, I'd say. But isn't that just
4: because they ate sauerkraut? That is it. So it's only offensive... Oh, is it really? I, I think that's why. Well, I, I In the same way as we're called Limeys, because we had, like, Lyme disease on
0: boats. I think the etymology well, of the really word is it? less important than how people perceive it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I brought this up, so I'll finish it. Yeah, Lieutenant Spears has to... <laughs> charge a machine gun nest and he's confronted with about 14 soldiers and because he's given up hope yeah because he just realizes the situation he is and he needs to get shit done hmm. he just gets up and just starts running at these soldiers and they are so bemused by what he's doing and can't believe that he's just running at german soldiers and a tank yeah and a fucking machine gun nest they don't shoot him yeah and he gets through so that's what i think we need to do that's exactly yeah Like all tactics, everything out the window, just start running. Like, we get the ball and we make a flying V, and then we just, all of them go, (laughs) go at the goal. That's that's a good point. And if they break, as long as it's not in their own half, which probably will be, probably won't be offside, maybe. VAR. It's a good point. VAR checking, (laughs) flying V, yes. Fine, carry on, play yeah. on. Yeah. yeah.
4: Desperate times, desperate measures. Let's just do, do something mental, like just ten up front. Yeah just, like, yeah. just constant, like a line press. So you hold hands. Yeah. yeah. And just kick off and just like walk forward in a line, like you know the right. Romans that's, with the shields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, just yeah how yeah, are we going to get through? That's yeah. a great tactic. On the offside. You're offside. It's it? not a foul. We're
0: not moving. We're not doing exactly. anything. We're holding hands. It's, yeah. You're allowed to hold hands. And then if if they fuck up and they fall
4: for our trap and they go too close, you just close the circle. Keep holding hands. Yeah. And then and then just just slowly squeeze them. Slowly squeeze
0: them. And you know like. Went in you know you know in training like warm ups for a game mm. or in training they play that game where there's a defender in the middle <laughs> yeah. and they're passing yeah. around I think every club wants to do this Yeah, that's why everyone's training because they know the ultimate tactic in football to win everything yeah. is to do this holding hands circle football yeah. where they all hold, hold hands the ball's in the middle it's not obstruction because none of them are moving yeah. they just keep the ball in the middle maybe let one in Then <laughs> that's why they one might get in yeah. especially a little one like if the Ho- Jose Dominguez plays the other team, he'd get in that circle yeah. somehow through the legs or something. But you can pass it around him because you've done all that training. Yeah. Slowly move it up the pitch and kick it in the goal. Yeah.
4: yeah. It's like those baskets that fish get and they can get in but they can't swim out. Can't get, and and lo- we lo- just move yeah, the basket yeah. towards their goal. Fucking bosh. One no, nil. It would be called yeah. the, lo- the lobster trap. Yeah. Nice. It's really good. So I think we should definitely do that. Yeah. Um, how I've been coping. <laughs> how I've been coping with the recent form is is really similar to what Rick said, which is that I've just had to accept that like we're in the transition period and like that phrase is used all the time in football but I think that's exactly where we're at we've got players like the Celso and on where I can really see something quite special with them two and I can see like there's a progression with that we've still got great players in the likes of San and Kane and I just feel that we just need to get through this little like shit spell and hopefully it is a small spell which which could end up being a season but in the grand scheme of things like that's not huge we've had like five years apart so he's I think he's earned one season where we have to rebuild and I think he's been hamstrung by the fact we haven't been able to replace it with players. So this is kind of inevitable, I think.
0: We're, we're gonna, we've been doing this poll each week before the podcast um, yeah. whether people are potching and potching out and I think we'll continue <clears throat> to do it to gauge the mood of uh, Spurs fans in, up until Christmas or up until it's either one way or another. And uh, the, 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 We did it last week and it was 75% potching in and 25% potch out. We sent it out today, we ran it for four hours, something like nearly 4,000 people voted, and this week, 77 potch in, 20... The rest? Three, potch out. <laughs> 23 really potch out. So it's actually gone up potch in. Oh. I don't know. I mean, it, there has been that result in Europe, as well. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. Uh, just interesting, really. Because that that is a, a decent sample of Tottenham support. Mm. Like, if you ever do a quantitative survey in social media yeah mm. and, or sorry not social media sociology Um anything over like a thousand is a decent sample of, yeah. Yeah. of the populace so there we go We're so so far very much pot in and it's kind mm. of like it's uh, as much as shit is going on at Spurs it's, it, I'm kind of proud of that mm. because Arsenal fans in our situation would be baying for his blood and they are with their own manager currently yeah. I'm not saying it shouldn't be but we uh, somehow have are, are, are been able to maintain a level of calmness to mm. say look actually let's not throw our manager on, under the bus just yet
3: mm. yeah.
0: and when you, you, you're you reading Twitter and stuff you believe that there is a, a sizable minority that want him out and actually 25% is a sizable minority to be fair mm. but you know I think just by clicking on the, a poll where you don't have to give an excuse you just click on it what you are what not say 70, 77% which would that wouldn't be a hung parliament. In the next election with it, seventy-seven no. percent would get the fucking Brexit majority. Yeah. Get it fucking done, mate. Well, yeah. unless it was Lib Dems got in, then it would be <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Don't get it done, <laughs> mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, going to talk, we're doing a Noah's bar afterwards, but just quickly, yeah. if Lib Dems got a majority somehow, I mean, they won't. But, I understand. Yeah, that. Yeah. I understand that, but I'm talking hypotheticals. Yeah. What would happen to Brexit? Would they would they have to do a second referendum, or would they just say? Would, Somehow we're going to break the law and pull out.
4: I think they want to do a second referendum where there is like essentially like no option to Brexit to go ahead. So it's kind of just like leads them down. because I don't think they can get rid of Article 50, or whatever it is. All right. Okay. So, uh, how much? <laughs> how much does
0: uh, Tottenham dominate your life, Rick? Um, how much? Yeah. You, as you got older, have you been able to kind of have you been able to compartmentalise Tottenham, whether it be good or bad?
5: Uh, I, I, I'd like to pretend as a man that has two children misses 20 years now uh, and uh, I'm a you know fully grown adult that I I can do this but I absolutely can't it absolutely consumes my entire life and I do not stop thinking about Tottenham re-watching goals you know uh, the Champions League run like even like I was watching I was watching this compilation thing of Gaza the other day and all the funny things he's done in interviews and stuff like that I was just thinking. Like, I remember this bit, and I remember that, and just uh, so many memories. And man, it's—I it, I always say it's—I it, uh, feel uh, like slightly embarrassed about um, how much love uh, and how much it does dominate my life. But then on the other side, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. This is who I am. Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. This this will
0: always be who, who I am and what I'm about. And this this is the thing is like when like you get frustrated about. Listening or reading a tweet or listening to a podcast that you don't agree with every, every really emotional response to a to a result or to a a victory or to a player that you dislike comes from a place of love for spurs mm-hmm. and you yeah. may not agree with these people, but they love the club yeah, and even if what they say you might feel is damaging they they genuinely love the club we all do that's a really good point actually like, mm-hmm. you know they, yeah it's just like someone who thinks. Poch needs to get out. You might not agree with them. I don't agree with them, but it's they they love the club. They want the best for the club. They want to see the team winning. It might be counterproductive, but that's where it comes from. It comes from a place of of love.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: This this is actually similar to like loads of things like politics at the moment. I think the end result is people want what's best for the country. And in in the Spurs example, they want what's best for the club. It's just we have a different idea of how to get there, basically. And I think that we should we kind of it's so easy to basically like be Poch in, Poch out. And kind of see that as being against each other. Actually, ultimately, whichever way you like voted in that particular poll, it's because you think that's the best route for time. of course. And I think that like we should all just take a step back sometimes and just think, actually, you know, if you do have the other view to what I have, that's fine. Like, that's completely fine because ultimately, whatever we think, that's actually not going to be any influence on the decision that's ultimately made about whether he stays or goes. Anyway, we
0: have no influence, really. Yeah, we
4: don't. So. You know, I think everyone should just kind of bear in mind that if you if you see one of your mates' potch out and you're potching, that's fine. Like, it's completely fine to disagree. Smash his face in. Yeah, obviously but, cut him. But it's just fine where he's coming from. Yeah, like cut him and then tell him, look, it's fine, mate. Like, I've rung, like, the ambulance. I Ho- yeah. hope you survive. I hope, yeah. hope you survive. If you die. If you die, look, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine as well. Everything's fine. You should have voted the same way as I, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you didn't so fuck you yeah. Yeah. yeah let this be a
5: lesson
4: to yeah you, exactly yeah. You'll, you'll keep that scar on your face every time you look in the mirror you'll see me boy <laughs> yeah uh, like at least you're talking about <laughs> just, just put a little pee in his eye and just watch yeah. your pot, team
0: potch in potch in on his forehead fuck you uh, Bashy underscore 1986 he says has Oliver Skipps stopped supplying the team causing the, the slump this is previously we made some wild mm. completely fictional like, accusation that overskip was the plug for the Tottenham squad yeah, and yeah. He'd, he'd had them all wired uh, should they get on speed or try to get out cold turkey period oh
5: uh,
0: have you, I mean, have you got, I mean I'm pretty sure I know the answer from both of you but speed is a pretty unhealthy and horrible yeah. high Yeah, it's the kind of thing you do where and those that have had the period in their life where they've been going out a lot yeah, um, would have at some point not been able to get what they want and ended up just getting yeah. something else that looks similar. Yeah, and then spending three days up. Yeah, uh, and f- for that reason, uh, cold turkey would be the most healthy thing. Yeah,
4: mm. but then short term, see, like, I've, I've never experienced like cold turkey or anything like serious. But I think I had a like a, a serious. yeah, well, obviously. I mean, <laughs> that go, that goes without saying. I've had that, not, I've I'm not bad enough to have got off it. Dick and pies. I'm just full of it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I I got really addicted to sulpidine, which you can buy over the counter in a pharmacy. It's a really strong painkiller. And you got addicted to it? Well, because they tell you, because it's got codeine in it. And they tell you, like, after three days, you can't have it. But I always take it on, like, stag dudes and stuff. Really? Yeah. You
5: you were telling me, you were telling the whole podcast about
4: it. It's great, but you're not supposed to do it after three days.
0: When it's great, because I, see, I I know what you're talking about. Like, there's there's people that get addicted to painkillers. Yeah. And I've had proper painkillers. Like, my mate, um, someone I know, his friend had cancer and they'd given him these special painkillers that are only given to people that are really, really in pain, like yeah. someone who's suffering. <laughs>
5: Did you take
0: them? Yeah, we took them on a night out, yeah. So like which is completely uh, stupid and um completely unadvisable. Yeah. Inadvisable. Whatever. Don't do, do it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um but it was like having a, a velvet curtain, the heaviest velvet curtain just drooped over your body. Yeah. It, it I mean it it was it was it was an experience, and as human beings, everyone should experience stuff. I wouldn't advise this. But the, the thing like codeine, and, and, mm. and like when it says, like, it's never impacted me ever at all. It's like, I can have a cup of coffee before I go to bed and go to mm. sleep. Yeah. I mean, everyone's like, oh, i don't yep. have my coffee, I'm same. Mate, I'm can the you? same. I, I
5: can have a gallon of it and go to sleep.
0: I'm the
4: same, but like, let's say when you're hungover, so you've got a headache, and you feel that like fuzziness, and you just feel rank. If you just fill up a pint glass... And, I'm and stick in a couple of beans and knock it back, you will feel 10 times better, right? So, when you're on a stag do and you have a hangover like three days in a row, yeah. when you get home the next day, you still have that like grottiness. So, you then go into a fourth day, right? And then by the, by the time you know it, you're sort of like on the Wednesday and you're still like so taking these headaches. This. The problem yeah. is, is when you, when you come off them, you then just feel like shit for three or four days and it's making you want to take more. Right. So to, then, to, yeah. To, to get it. rid of the headache that's yeah. caused by not oh, yeah, taking yeah, it, yeah, withdrawal. Yeah. So, uh, selfishly, I'm like, if they're going to be like that, fucking moaning, oh, I'm cold and my head hurts, they're not going to be performing, are they? So,
0: I'm saying, just Keep bang, pumping them,
4: sticking with ephedrine yeah. and speed yeah. or whatever
0: it takes. If 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 um if you if we could pump the squad first is it full of performance enhancing drugs, yeah, mm. like they all get them, like pumps to the gills, yeah, and then we smash the league by about thirty points. No, and I mean, then 20 years later, it comes out that that's what's happened. Would you take it right now for the 20 years of glory that you have? Know? Yeah. 100% when oh, it's 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if, even if it came out in five years. Prove but, it, mate. Prove it. Go right. on. Yeah, what? what? I, don't, I, I don't care if they'd all proved it and they yeah. were all fucking guilty. That feeling of winning it yeah. would never be replaced. Yeah. And even in hindsight, you look back and go, ah, oh, man, like, that wasn't. Um, honestly, fuck that. Like,. Imagine how good it would feel.
5: I'd be like, yeah, but you've been financially doped. So we've yeah. been like physically doped. Yeah, you've been yeah. financially doped. Yeah, you've been out. financially doped. We've been actually doped. Yeah, yeah. So don't tell them more on high ground with life. Yeah, yeah. fucking slags.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'd take it probably. Mm. Wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 Well, we get over it. It'd be yeah. Like a big fine. It'll be a, 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 a we'd have a big fine points deduction. It'd be a season a little bit like this one. Mm. Yeah. I've been
4: saying for ages that like all sports just make it legal and see what happens because mm. everyone's cheating. Maybe not boxing. Though. No, just let like yeah, them, like yeah, them yeah. glue like yeah. like concrete Nails. blocks to their fists yeah. and shit, and yeah. see what yeah. happens.
0: Like it'd be, it'd be great. Um, right, let's talk a little bit about the Sheffield United game because yeah. somehow we've managed to get half an hour into this pod without talking about it. But uh, we don't have to go into it because people watch it. And, and and when when we were writing the run order, I was just like, does does people do people really want to hear us dissect the problems of this performance? And the longer we do this podcast, and it's been nearly nine years now, yeah. the more I'm coming to the realization that. We, uh, we uh, we, uh, we don't know why Dyer was playing left side of mm-hmm. centre back, having played ninety minutes four or five days before. Yeah, but, uh, you know, us just saying he shouldn't have played left back or uh, sorry left centre back. Isn't that, that, that's not great podcasting?
5: Mm. Yeah, it's but I mean uh, I'm not going to go into whether it is good or not podcasting. we will just talk about Sheffield United anyway. <coughs> oh, right, so. Um, <clears throat> One one thing I noticed when I was uh, when I was watching the game it was, uh and like it stuck with me all game every time we would have a goal kick or whatever or, or it came back to Gazaniga he'd pass to the center backs and then the center backs would pass it to like to the uh, right back and then it'd go back to the center back then it'd go to the center midfield they would come back to the, you know the center back and then we'd be pressured and we'd lose it in our, in our own half mm. And that's where we'd invite, invite a lot of the, uh, you know, uh, Sheffield United just pump it Yeah, exactly. But Sheffield United, their keeper was fucking walloping it. Was he? Absolutely walloping And it was like coming towards our area. But they were first to the ball. And mm-hmm. as soon as they got that ball...
0: Then it was on. Uh,
5: and, and then it was on. And they were just, you know, being cute with their passing, being a bit more aggressive. But they'd already won that. You know, they'd gone past their defence and our strikers and both of our midfields and just... Uh, whacking it up top. I'm not saying that's what we need to do, but, but I'm maybe, saying that the, the two differences, like stark contrasts of how both play football, but they were progressing the ball a lot quicker and getting the ball uh, up our side of the pitch a lot better than what we were doing. I so. don't,
0: I I like. I know that the statistics would show that you have more possession of the ball if you play out from the back, even if it is difficult to watch. And for a long time, we've been peddling that idea that... that just, just keep hold of the ball. Our, our, our quality will out, and it'll be fine. But it, I'm so, I, I feel so much better when I just see Gazaniga just wave the full back, centre backs on. Mm. Yeah. Just get up there because I'm pumping this. Yeah. It's, it's. Did they? What was their formation? Did they play two up top? Or because I no, full disclosure, I
4: didn't watch any of this. They played one, and they. Do you know what I noticed about them most of all? Because I sit quite high, so I sit in the north stand, and I can like yeah. basically I look quite, like down the pitch their shape was so neat and tidy and it did remind basically watching Spurs over the last like eight months I'm a bit clueless as to what like formation we're playing half the time I Ooh. get really lost yeah, with like, who's yeah, going yeah. where and the shape and it's very fluid and it changes in game and I was watching Sheffield United and I could basically see like the back four, the midfield and the striker like, moving in unison and like, literally just shepherding us across the pitch. Yeah. Like, we were joking about like having a circle or like creating a line to make it through. Essentially, having two banks of four, if you move tight enough, it is like that. You can't really get through the lines. I weren't joking about that. But... No, I, I, I think we should definitely do it. Um, but uh, basically, that's what it was like watching. And it was a, a little bit frustrating because I kind of felt like you're watching a team with a plan. Who have less talented players and a team of really
0: talented players? who have no plan. That's how much? Like how watching. much do you think of Sheffield United's ability is, or, or, or their their a- ableness to get points and perform well in the Premier League is about their belief and their faith in the system they have, which almost makes them more than the sum of their parts. Mm. The result is the more more, the, more than the sum of their parts. So while <coughs> it is. Effective this season, will it be effective next season and the season after? It's all. Oh, it feels like Stoke when they come up on yeah. the list. It does, and, put, yeah. which is fine, yeah. absolutely fine for them. Yeah. Um, it's just that when you get to the level the Spurs were at previously, is that you, you can't. It isn't just about a, a, a What well, maybe it is? I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like no one would have thought when Chris Wilder took over at Sheffield United when they were in League One mm. that they would be in a situation where they're sixth in the in the Premier League. Yeah. London, was it Lundstrom? Yeah, their midfielder. Yeah. We we're talking to. On, we had a, a Patreon every week. We do a Patreon podcast where if we can get a, a fan of the opposing side to talk about their football club, and when they're in League One, they had a injury to their centre midfielder, and Lundstrom came in. Yeah. And the talk around the club is that how are we going to cope? Is a bad one, yeah. like a cruciate or something. How are we going to cope with Lundstrom as our central midfielder? Like we're not like this could affect us in League One. Yeah. And now he's like. The linchpin in their midfield. Yeah.
5: yeah,
0: I don't know what the point is. Um, basically, that they're
4: just going to win the league now. And they're the best team in Europe. Yeah.
0: So that's that's like is it is that what it is? Is that they've the, the just got players believing, and then it's it's I think motivational. It's, I think it's exactly
5: that. Like when mm. you come off the back of uh, the result against Arsenal, they've had some other decent results, and it's kind of like lads, right? If I tell you what to do, when to do it, have faith in each other. Um, I, um, you know, we'll, we'll get, get through. It. We'll, mm. we'll get through it, and then after each of those games, they're winning or picking up points on the road. It's like, see, like, mm. like, I'm like, just, just stick to the game plan, and it won't go wrong. And you've got to really fight for each other and be there for each other. I mean, you've got to work as a team. It's not about individuals. Um, like you're saying about some of all parts and that, and everyone's working together. Now that will only work up until uh, like that, the, the, the they'll have a bad form and they will start to lose faith or motivation and then that's where you see the real kind of uh, the 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 stomach of the team because they'll normally fall apart or whatever but if they get through this season and they hold on tight into the Premier League that's great and then next season it'll be like right I told you to do this and you stuck with it you stay with me we're going to slightly build out from this and be a bit more open and then they'll start to start to progress and that's how they do
0: it The thing is Mm is that this is their kind of ace card based on what we've seen with Huddersfield to a certain degree in, in their first season in Prem because they stayed up Stoke when they did <coughs> um, is that they had a way of playing and the same messages as we've seen with Spurs mm. the same messages get tired hearing yeah. and uh, they would have to adapt when Stoke finally did adapt and tried to play football Poulis got the sack they brought in uh, so Hughes no Hughes? before Hughes but it's like it might have been Hughes and they started, they brought up players like flair player players like Bojan Alaafale or Alef, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, An- and Arnatovich. and Zonzi yeah. players like that, yeah, yeah, uh, play- players that don't buy into the fabric of the football club, but yeah. are qu- like head and shoulders above the quality that they've had previously. Yeah, 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 uh, and and they go down and you see where they are now. Eventually, mm.
4: this is the crux of the problem, though, for me, where we're at is like I- I'd say I'm. Um, I completely understand the potch out camp. I'm-, I'm still potch in, but I do think potch has to take some blame for the way that we're playing. Oh absolutely. And I think this is the crux, right? If I was to say to you like in very simple terms, what's how do Liverpool play? What's their system? It'd be like, right, they get their full backs really high up the pitch, they play a front three, and you'd be able to tell me like little features about the way they play. You could do the same for City, you could do the same for Leicester. You can't do it for us. What system do we play? What's, What's our defining team? characteristic? What's well, our best team? Like yeah. we, that's the problem,
0: and I think he's trying to find the solution. We've got a question from Mark Bennett eighty one. He says, "With it seeming to me that the biggest problem at the moment is our defence. What is our strongest defensive lineup? Stop leaking goals, and we might stand chances of turning things around. Mm. <laughs> so, if you had to pick a team or, or a group of players now, including the midfield two or the the got if we're playing uh, a, a four two three one, right? Mm. What Four players would you play in defence and what two would you play in midfield? Um, so I'd go Gazanigar in goal. Of course. Uh, my,
4: my back four would be. I mean, I personally would play Carl Walker Peters. I've got no time for Aurier. I don't think Foyth's a right back. At this point in time, I would probably go for Foyth and Sanchez. Which what, is, which uh, is, yeah, so, so you're because, Carl Walker Peters, Foyth, Sanchez. Yeah, and Cessoniel. <laughs> this, this is where I'd go for it. I, because, <laughs> because. I'm trying to solve the defensive process. Yeah, because because that's potentially our back four for the next five years. I could beat up three of that, that back four. <laughs> but honestly, what like
0: genuinely, what are, what are we going to learn now? Like, <laughs> John, could you have Sessingham? Oh uh, yeah, obviously. All right, could you have Foyf Yeah, exactly. Could you have Carl Capitis? Yes. Yeah, But Sanchez is his nails. Easy though. I don't think I probably could have all four of them. Yeah,
4: it's a good point. An Englishman versus a South American. You got you to fancy Englishman there. Uh, you are not talking about the Falklands again, are you? <laughs> so you've got to let that go. <laughs> but what I am saying is, look, yeah, if you want, the, if you want a solid defensive, yeah, you are going to have to put in like Jan and Toby again. But they're leaving. Like the season, we asking us to
0: stop the fucking flux of goals. That yeah, but if want. you have better footballers,
4: you won't give away position. We're talking about you just said a minute ago, right? The keeper gives it to the
0: back four. What happens? You give it to Dyer or you give it to Foyth? Who do you reckon is keeping the ball? One of them, one of that, that back four that you picked, right? If you put him in a dress and a bit of makeup, you wouldn't even show that he's a man. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? But he's good at football, that's all that matters. <laughs> Look,
4: all I'm saying is, is I get it, people people think like, I uh, okay, you've got experienced defenders as opposed to like inexperienced defenders and therefore like that's less of a risk. Which I totally get that. And like Form will tell you that Alderweireld and Vertonghen are the obvious choice for, to stop conceding goals, right? But they've been playing and we've been conceding goals. Yeah. So it's not just the back four, it's the midfield as well. Yeah. And I, I just think we're at the point where if you have better footballers that receive the ball from the keeper, they won't get caught in possession and we won't be under as much pressure. So... It sounds mental, but Fofé is a better footballer than Dyer is. He's a better footballer than Vertonghen is. He's a better footballer than Aldevero is mm. In terms of playing football with the ball, passing, getting well, getting the ball off can the he keeper. ping it like him? I mean, no one's Lord of the Pings no, like Toby. But like, that's the way i would go now because we're at a point where we know what we're going to get from the others, and it's not going to take us. It's not going to take us forward. Uh, it sounds mad. like madness, but no, no, it
0: doesn't sound like madness. It is fucking madness. You're fucking <laughs> Richard III. Yolo. Isn't You're a fucking joker. <laughs>
4: <laughs> mate we're just talking about putting a big circle
0: around and like putting players inside the middle no one's it? tried it before went before <laughs> like, before what like, brazil like that they, they took the 442 mm. is that right i think it's brazil and they started playing 442 and everyone followed them before brazil we were playing like english teams we having five up front here's a question
4: who plays in man city the one of the best teams in the country who's in their back four at the moment they've got fucking holding midfielders and fucking no one yeah. the but they're good footballers so they can play there do you say
0: that i watched uh, i watched um Man City-Liverpool last night when we were recording uh, 3-1 Liverpool right yeah their left back I've never fucking I've never seen him before Ab, 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 he's got bald head Avellino, is, is that his name don't know Avelino you, you watched the gapper, gapper. probably uh, probably uh, a player no, as well what's his name the, looks it looks like man. Aaron Moy but w- like if he'd had you know those little kids sometimes they're born with massive heads. Yeah. It's like like that like, he's had a massive head all his life. <laughs> I didn't watch the game, so like I don't. Oh know.
5: shit! What is his
0: name? Angelino. It's something Angelino. 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 Yeah, Angelino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've never heard of him before. Yeah. And sometimes I'm watching football and I feel like I've, I've, I've invested so much into this sport and I should know more. I should know a player who plays for one of the best sides in in our league.
5: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Maybe I'm I'm
0: being arsed on myself. I,
5: I was, I was about to say I'm all Tottenham, and I know like. (laughs) <laughs> I know my way around Tottenham but yeah, that's it. after listening to last week's Barney's Brainbusters, that's not the case <laughs> right so um, that went down Kay, Kay. I know bits and pieces did about you, did, you, Strikers called I was trolling Ricky
0: <laughs> on, I saw but, it was killing me well, man. Did, so, so just when, you're, when you're placed on the spot like we were mate, hard, so in our defence Rick, yeah. we were on the spot and we were, we didn't have tea to because it doesn't matter if you don't know it if someone else in the group knows it and jumps on it yeah, you're, you, everyone looks fine it's yeah. because we could have been just a second away but because it was just me and you it, like, it was a, a, bit, like the, a little bit exposed there's never been a most more prolonged period of silence on the Fighting Got podcast yeah. in nine years yeah. when we're just trying to remember a four K K K, this, K. K. But, but, Good but, Good but John when, yeah. you, when, when you when you was listening to it were you getting the answers quicker than we were no not really but, but it
4: was just really funny because exactly like you said when you're under pressure like, you know exactly what that feels like you just cannot think of that person and After a while, I was like, Well, it's, it's keen, it's got to be keen, and then it's like, Okay,
0: <laughs> K And the, like- the thing is, that, like, when you're sitting next to Barty, he's like, you, you don't know what it's like because Barney's just like, But Bar- like, You're fucking this up, that's yeah. what it feels yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. You, you're, you're fucking up my quiz, I put a lot of work into this, and yeah. you, you by being dunces of, of fucking he's up. He's got the answers, man, you've done all
5: the research of well, course, yeah. you know. Every time you that, throw
0: but... a little question back at him, he re- reels a bit, he's like, yeah, Oh, yeah, I'm the yeah. quiz master, I'm the quiz. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and my one of my greatest sights is when uh, Bardi grabbed a mic for Baby Busters live. Yeah, he was yeah. in his. Uh, I think his Twitter profile is still that picture. Excellent. Yeah. Um, uh, just before we break, uh, a friend of the show, Austin Sheen, and his partner Kaz, they're currently walking a thousand kilometres across Spain uh, oh. to raise money for his niece. And when you say a 1,000 kilometres, that's a long fucking way. really far, They're yeah. trying to do it in 47 days. Anyway, he, he, he posted this message. He says, My amazing niece, Sophie, was diagnosed with Rett's syndrome as a child and, and is now d- dependent on 24-hour care for day-to-day tasks. Despite this, she's a wonderful, smiley, happy young lady that absolutely loves doing her favourite things such as listening to music, being surrounded by family and going for days out. Although she can't verbally communicate, she tells us everything she wants with her eyes and her smile. RET UK are a fantastic charity who are self-funded but wholly reliant on public donations. They help families such as Sophie's with advice, guidance and support when times are tough. Every step of the way, her family has had so much support from RET UK and they couldn't have done it without uh, they couldn't have done any of it without the parent networks access to health professionals and knowing that there's other people out there who understand what they're going through sophie is surrounded by friends and family who love her very much who all think she's very special so his niece is is is, you know suffering from ret syndrome and um i just noticed this because he's a 30 percenter and he's a part of our patreon he just mentioned that he was doing it and when you say mention that he was doing it he's not like running a marathon he's not you know just asking for money or doing a general fundraiser him and his partner Kaz are walking a thousand kilometres mm. which is so far and I looked at how much they've raised they're asking for a thousand pounds and they've raised 781 quid from people that they know who have been absolutely lovely and, and donated their money but they're, they're walking so far for a for a cause that's so good. And it would be amazing if you guys that are listening to this could donate to them to get them over that £1,000 that can give money to RET UK who can support people who desperately need it, really. So if you've got a, a bit of spare cash in your pocket, forget our sponsors, forget Fans Bet, forget Harry's Raises, anything else we've been promoting, which you may hear an advert for in this episode. If you can donate what you would have done to get in a Harry's Razor or whatever else to their cause, it'd be a lovely thing. If they're, they're, they're currently, uh, was it, 33 days into their 47-day trek, Um yeah, if you can just get them over the line, uh, donate, you can donate by going to www.justgiving.com forward slash SpainPain because they're walking a 1,000 kilometres. So even if it's a fiver, might be a pound, might be £10, maybe you've got so much money you can dump 500 quid and it, and you won't even miss it. Do that because uh, they're doing something lovely, and it's lovely for for people to like do this.
4: It's a nice thing to do, and also like um, a few years ago, I went through this exercise for work where it's like trying to be self-improving. One of the things was to write down all the things you're grateful for, and I wrote down all this stupid shit that was like my TV and my PlayStation and my car and all this bullshit. And I got to about twenty things before I realised like my health. And like water, and I felt so fucking bad and guilty about it that I just looked for some charities that were to do with like food and water for people that couldn't have access to it. And I donate to them like monthly, it's not a lot, just like a little bit. And it makes me every time I like feel shit about stuff, I just think, actually, do you know what? You should be really grateful for what's going on. And these guys are doing something very really lovely for someone that they really care about, and you can just donate a little bit of money towards them and, and make a life a little bit better. Was
0: one of them a okay. retic? that you donate to it will be now because Excellent. I want yeah. to feel better about myself <laughs> and do something nice and do something nice for Austin Sheen who's working fucking double hard to walk across Spain big time and it, there was a video on his Facebook ad, so I became friends with him on Facebook so I wanted to track his progress and there's one where it looks like they're in the middle of a sandstorm so they're not like walking through villas nothing. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so this is like rural Spain yeah. and the Spanish countryside ain't all that Cop. Second half of the Fighting Cop podcast. Ricky and John Bass are obviously still with me. i would yeah. be on my own, yeah. to a microphone. I thought actually, could I do that? Could I just do a pod on my own? I'd like that. Yeah, just like a forty-five minute monologue. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be great if you were on like on something like, like mushrooms. Yeah, and you just—it's just your consciousness just streaming out. To I've ordered a uh, hundred grams of mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> It might take me a year to eat, but kind of like <laughs> putting baked beans, like tins of baked beans in the larder. But they're always there in reserve. Yeah,
4: that, that's that is actually what I imagine. If there was like you know you get these end of the world nutters who like hide out in their like little bunkers underneath their like their garden. Yeah. Most people would put like food and stuff in there. Flaz's first consideration was like fucking stuck up on
0: mushrooms. Well, yeah. no, I, I, I think that that'd be excellent because you could completely um, decipher what's going on. Like you have yeah. your baked beans to sustain you, and then you'd have which physically would sustain you and then you'd have magic mushrooms that would physically and mentally actually sustain you as well so I don't think that's a crazy thing to, to stockpile uh, T sent a question in he says which of the fighting cock would the club say do not mix with and for, for, for what reason so this is on the back of the club demanding that Abamyang stops stops talking to troops the Arsenal fan TV because it keeps apparently they could get open in dialogue with each other and uh, he, he was coming up with some suggestions of where the club might use the things that we've said as reasons for not talking to members of Fight Fighting Girl podcast. Yeah. And this isn't to say that we're like Arsenal Fan TV. We're not. It's just that we've said things that perhaps the club would frown upon. Yeah. And I, when I was on train earlier coming in, I, I listed a couple. Uh, T constantly demanding people spit in his mouth would be a reason why the club wouldn't want Harry Kane mixing with us and he once demand- demanded that our fans smoke rice and cigarettes <laughs> you can understand where the club are coming from there yeah it's yeah. true uh, Rick for you I had you continually lying to your wife and kids about watching spurs or yeah. lying about injuries yeah so that you didn't have to look after your children yeah so you could watch Tottenham,
5: yeah i need to watch something
0: yeah and that's that's your lifeblood really
5: yeah that's i think they'd be i think they'd be understanding as long as you don't keep giving examples away of where, when you've done said fake injury that
0: you pretending you fell down the stairs so you could watch spurs is a low
5: yeah is it though? Or is it a high? Yeah. In a lot of ways. Well,
0: I, I, my brother's, uh, my brother Ryan, his daughter, my niece, it was her birthday the weekend, part of the reason why I haven't seen a minute of the Sheffield United. Actually, I did see a little bit because brother Adam had it on his, on his phone, you know, when you're at a party. Uh, yeah. You're yeah. not allowed to watch it. But because the kids are going mental, you get away with it. Yeah. So we're watching it, but it kept kind of buffering and, like, the scores were coming on, like, yeah, phones before, yeah. and we knew that Son had scored before we watched it, so it kind of, like, gave up the ghost somewhat, but, I just think that, I don't know where I'm going with this, what, why am I talking about it? <laughs> I, I don't know, mate. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, I, there was a point there somewhere but I got caught up in <laughs> being at my niece's birthday, and how, how Ly- loud,
4: about loud yeah. it was
0: it was loud. it was loud one of my mates yeah it was loud It was loud. yeah it was loud like I was
4: there uh, one of my mates he um, he lied one of the best ways I've ever seen to get out of football do you remember when we played Brazil was it 2002 the Ronaldinho goal and it was like 11 o'clock yeah, I was at yeah, school yeah. and the school put it on in the morning for us yeah. but he was at work and he like premeditated like his plan he worked in a bank and he used to open up so he thought, right, fuck well, I can't like phone in sick, it's way too obvious. So what I'm gonna have to do is like somehow sort of like fake some sort of illness during work. There's been a rape but, up there. There's been a rape up there. Phased him. Um some accusations may be false. Amazing. So anyway, he's uh he's sitting there, he's thinking, right, what can I do? What can I do? He's thinking, right, I know that like his um manager is gonna be in about half an hour after I get in. So he gets in early, he tips his chair up and he lays with his head just like next to where the door opens. So when she opens it, it'll just hit his shoulder and see him laying on the floor. So he's like, right, that's my plan. I'm going for it, right? So he's laying there and he's thinking, I've got down there. She's not in for 10 minutes. So he's sitting there for 10 minutes and then he starts laughing, realising what he's actually doing. So, so
0: he, he set himself up so that he was going to feign injury and have to go home. So it looked like he'd fainted and at he's his death knowing Why? his boss comes
4: in 10 minutes after him and would find him passed out so he's sitting there like crying with laughter thinking this is so funny what I'm doing <laughs> she opens the door and like oh my god David and he's like oh fainted. <laughs> so there's he, been a rape up here there's been a rape in me so he gets put in an ambulance and taken to the hospital and they're like trying to check him out he's going no I'm fine I'm fine he wants to, to go and watch I more need to get out of here and misses the game anyway because he's in a beautiful oh, absolutely beautiful oh.
0: Uh, do, you, do you remember the South African World Cup where all the games were 8 in the morning
4: yeah pathetic the Vuvuzela the worst yeah, noise yeah, of all time yeah. was it Was it South African I don't
0: know it was it, South Africa it was Africa, 2002 though. it was the same well oh, 2002 Cup. was Korea that yeah. was the one that was 8 o'clock in yeah the so it was that yeah. one and uh, I think Paul Scott, we went playing play Nigeria and we, uh, Paul Scholes scored a did, you don't remember no. this at all no I was at uni at the time and got up at 8 o'clock in the morning and hadn't, obviously not obviously a bank run the lads in it. he <laughs> You can't be at uni or any evening and not be out of your skull. Yeah, loads, like knee deep in clunge. Yeah. You're cl- <laughs> clunge in your throat. And I, had to, I had to get the clunge off me, off my face, because there was there was clunge in my face, in my eyes, there was clunge in, in my ears. In my pocket, yeah, turn them out. There was cl- right. Both my feet were in clunge. And, uh, because I had to run down to the pub, I had to get the feet out of it and then get down to the yeah, pub. Yeah. Cause that's, that's what uni was like, weren't it, for me? Um, shagging <laughs> it weren't it weren't it weren't like that but it, we got down to the the pub and the, the weirdest kind of situation because when, when you're watching football you can't watch football without an alcoholic beverage no that's true so uh, yeah being uh, again don't know where i'm going with uh, <laughs> windy's Win, uh reason and i'm sure there are many because he kind of over analyzes tottenham hotspur performances in mm. my opinion mm. um but the only thing I could come up with was is unfounded non mm. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Because we've talked about his interest in youth players, meaning that probably at some point he's sexualised one of them. Yeah. Not yeah. not physically, but mentally. Yeah. He's yeah. probably, like, Cole Capoy- Peters when he was, like, 17, I'd, I reckon he's, I'd have a bit of that. <laughs> and, and you know, like the thought police, like uh, Tom Cruise, what's that film? Minority Report Minority Report Like pre-crimes You can c- commit pre-crimes yeah. If that existed now That Windy would ha- Definitely have no career Yeah pre crime pre you'd have pre Uh And Bardi's The reason why uh, the Clubs wouldn't allow Players to mix With a fighting cock Bardi's would be His record on Twitter And that's the only Factual thing apart any of his I know Tease is factual as well But um, Yeah he's just he's The shit that he's Come out of And yeah. he's drunk And unhappy yeah.
4: yeah, he's dropped
0: some. He's dropped some pretty bad bombs yeah, on yeah. that. Some yeah, some yeah. Some Yeah, some gems. We had uh, someone I uh, kind of, kind of know, Abid. He uh, he listens to the pod and he have been talking over the last couple of weeks. And we mentioned about Harry's raises because this is part of one of the promos we've been doing recently. And he said, "Can't you kind of talk to the club and kind of or Harry's and say like get ten minutes with Harry Kane because Harry's like a, like the mental health." Ambassador. ambassador for, yeah, yeah, for yeah, Harry's yeah. raises and I was like there's, no, there's literally no chance that the club would ever talk to us about this nah. and I was thinking well what have I done what have I said that could put me in a position where the club would, would be like well, we don't want you to talk, talk to Harry Kane and then I came to the realisation of what we said about Harry Kane and uh, I don't even want to say it again nah, actually I think, do you know what I'm talking about
5: yeah I think so
4: you, you've said something disparaging about him well, to I mean, me on one of my first ever pods did I?
0: yeah I'm not going to repeat either, it either it's along the same lines as what you yeah, well, said you've s- said a lot of shit yeah, you? And yeah. This is a, you, you say things that sort of laughs but sometimes it ain't funny no right? and uh, that's, <laughs> the, that's what we're getting at that, it that's the take home here is you think you're being funny but sometimes you're just being a dick
3: yeah
0: <laughs> <Party>. <laughs> okay some uh, questions before we end the Fighting Cock podcast this week Nelson Saha he says Would you rather POV your mum or your dad whilst you were conceived? Oh, good Lord. So this is like POV porn. Yeah. Where you kind of, you're the person having sex. Yeah. So your mum and dad are making the love and the the night that you're conceived. And I hope for me that it was a, an aggressive rump, and that's how I was conceived. And in that aggressive rump, would I want to be my mum's eyes or my dad's eyes? I'm going to say my mum's. Why? Because I can understand where my dad was going with it. Yeah. But I can't understand why my mum was interested in an aggressive rom. Yeah. So looking at what I know is better than looking at what I don't know.
4: That's true. And also, if you're just looking, right, so there's no sense that you're literally just seeing. Like, you, in your mind, you could just picture him, like, in a row, like, in a fight with someone. And then that's fine. If you're looking at your mum in that scenario, you know what's happening.
0: I've seen my we dad's happening. Yeah. I've seen my dad's do
4: so that's fine then yeah that's fine
5: Rick? Yeah, uh, no I'd definitely rather have my mum's eyes yeah. and like knowing knowing my dad and uh, yeah it'd just it'd be a few few minutes of uncomfortableness <laughs> so yeah it'd just be like a, your dad knows
0: pressure points and crying <laughs> he mean. does actually yeah <laughs> yeah oh, yeah, so- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put me
5: to sleep dad <laughs> put me to sleep just, yeah, I, um,
4: I would also go for my mum but maybe for a different reason so I I don't really know my biological father he like walked out on my mum like before I was born so it'd be nice to put a face to a name that's way too deep yeah, yeah what are you doing what are you supposed to you can't make a joke out of it. well you can because I'm making a joke out of it I was thinking that as a zinger they'll definitely crack up at that and you've just gone oh it's really no, well, sad I, 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 it's not
0: sad I mean just as a caveat to that maybe he did kind of come back a couple of years later and looked at you and thought nah it yeah, turns out what the been, fuck you know, is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that is
4: massive <laughs> turns out he's been watching from, far, from afar and gone that guy's my son and no way I want a paternity your fuck off which but is fair enough
0: I didn't, I never knew that about you
4: no did no, I no, no. yeah because you know makes like, sense who I call my dad raised me so it's like who just like spunks up your mum that's just anyone yeah, could yeah. do that I mean lots have just
5: probably. cause um, some <laughs> useless sauce of beans up your mouth exactly, <laughs> exactly. not mean I'm, I'm going to stop smoking <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> uh, but, uh <laughs> imagine
4: taffy was my
3: day
0: <laughs> it would make a lot of sense didn't you know you've been listening to the out of office podcast didn't i you? have uh, yeah, yeah. why don't you give him a shout out because you, you yeah, you've been buzzing pod- about yeah pod- yeah
5: next. i have so i've been listening to it so I've, one of the lads that does the out of office podcast which is a podcast that goes through uh, every episode of the office and um also has some special guests on there and some of the actors that uh, that uh, were on the office um and it is an absolute if you love the office yeah. go and find the out of office podcast because it is absolutely Isn't brilliant it, it's it's it is so funny yeah,
0: I, 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 I i i really like the office but i'm not into it i don't know like, like people that love it are constantly throwing out little catchphrases and yeah, yeah, yeah. brentisms and stuff like that um but when I listened to it after having a chat with you yeah. I listened to it I was like even though I don't know 100% of like, everything they're talking about the way they these guys talk to each other is just it's fucking gold, yeah, mm. gold. and they've come up with some little other bits outside of what like, like the episodes? Where yeah, the, the one where they kind of go for a coffee break. Yeah,
5: yeah, they go for coffee breaks. Yeah, but still record it. Yeah, and have like these conversations. It's <laughs> like you would do in an office. Yeah, yeah, it's, exactly.
0: is, yeah. it's very, very good. So go and give them uh, a listen. Like everybody's looking for new podcasts to listen to. So yeah, yeah.
5: And, and one of the guys is a Spurs fan, obviously. So that is the yeah, the that is the melting pot. Please. Yeah, yeah. get him on.
0: <laughs> there you go. Another one I don't get. Uh Paul Sandy seventy eight. He says, uh, "What's the best?" Bullshit rumour of the season. Jan Eriksson's wife, Kane falling out with Poch, or Danny Rose refusing to leave. I mean, we don't, we don't know if this it could be all of it could be true. Yeah. All of it could be bullshit. I think the key message here is just stop giving it so much of your attention.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, don't worry about it. You can't change anything.
5: I mean, the the, the Jan and Eriksson one is like pretty. It's it's is, 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 is,
0: is, I hope it's true. I'm it's I want to say I hope it's true. It? Because the damage has been done. Like, what we've seen. This season, it could be that this would be a legitimate fallout of something like that happening. I don't believe it's true. How
5: could it possibly be true, though? Because, like, Ericsson's missus has had a baby fairly recently with, with, with uh, Ericsson. Right. So, and, yeah. Presumably, Ericsson. But, 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 but yeah, like, it could be Jan's. And, could, could like, be, Jan and a lot of his social, you know. A, a happily married man with his wife he's really that, that naive, naive Ricky? what yeah, are you yeah, talking about it's, it, it's, it's you know all of uh, they need 30, 30 know, minutes on, like, they need 30 minutes together on all of like professional minutes. players or there it is a right. magnifying glass on them <laughs> and like I don't know I just think you just wouldn't make those moves but, but unless, let, you're, unless you're John
4: Terry but I hear that but then like think about real life like if you take out the footballer thing and what we what we think about them what we perceive about them as football the type of footballer Jan is we kind of see him as this like yeah, he like like loves the club, and he's like kind of stoic, and it's like he might just be a love rat. He might just like to shag other people's wives. Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe I don't,
0: I don't think it's true, but he has a smouldering sex appeal. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah, Eriksson's like barely holding on to his transplant. Yeah, his yeah, hair yeah. transplant. So yeah. you can understand why Eriksson's. I don't think he has a wife. That was the other thing. Is that he doesn't have a wife? He's not married. I don't know if it's true, I but yeah, that's what the other thing... So um, I I don't think it's true, but I feel like. If it was true, and the impact was that what we're going through now, that I hope it was a good, a really good fifteen minutes. Yeah, a yeah. proper passionate I'm sure love making. Yeah, yeah. my favourite bit
4: of the story is that that Kane gave Jan the black eye, like Ericsson can't defend himself. Like he's yeah. like the weak little brother. Yeah, and Kane's like right, who, ooh, ooh, which one was it? Yeah. Which is why, yeah. why Ericsson's like
0: <laughs> complete confidence is shattered now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Con- he's been cucked Con- within <laughs> an inch of his life. <laughs> he's been cut by Jan and then cucked by a fucking
4: cane yeah. him. if it was porn basically Ericsson would be that guy who has that little like weird plastic thing that they put over their knobs so they can't get an erection Jan would be like a massive geezer with a huge cock just ploughing away at Ericsson's wife in front of him while he sits there and cries demoralised realising he's never going to satisfy her in the same way imagine if that's true because that could have happened
0: could have happened and on that note <laughs> uh, this is episode 21 of the fighting cock done yeah thank, thank you Puss. boys I think it's been a good one yeah yeah
5: Like a top drawer whore when she don't see box Everybody wanna come and run it, but they're funny Like a dummy in the me of your mommy Ha ha Fighting cock and we don't give a shit Everybody knows flat baits and prick We can get a sticky in the mini sucking willy really. When you're getting grilly, yeah, you gotta bang the million bye Ha ha
2: Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game.
1: What, you calling That's when I crack open a Heineken 00. Zero Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing.
2: So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids.
1: Heineken 00. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. Learn more at Cox.com. Ask Ashley, the podcast is sponsored by Cox. Sports Social Podcast Network.
3: Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help